0: Welcome to Teaching Restored. I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Julie Hilliard. And we talk about how to teach the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. And we've had some good episodes so far. We've uh we've learned some good things, but today I've got I want to start off with a question, Julie. And this question is not, and I have not prepped you with and I told you I would not prep you with this question. And it, it's it's yeah, oh boy, here we go. Julie, are you a good teacher?
1: Wow. So, will... sometimes.
0: <laughs> okay. How do you know?
1: So, actually, can I share a quick little story? Please. Yes. So, I remember when I was younger, I wanted to be a teacher. And then I remember when I, it was in Young Women's or something like that, I was teaching for something and I'm like, I am actually a really bad teacher. Like I nobody paid attention. Like I just had this terrible experience teaching. And then I remember fast forward, even as I so I started teaching in the prison. And I'm like, hey, they listen to me. And then I realized, oh, it's because I'm the only woman that they see ever, because I was teaching men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like so I was like, can't flatter yourself. And so I remember, though, I always wanted to be a teacher and it wasn't until I started teaching and realized that giving good information did not a good teacher make like I could be as prepared True. as I wanted for a class and I wouldn't feel like I was a good teacher at the end of it. And I realized mm-hmm. that the times when I feel like a good teacher don't come from me. They come from the fact that I knew the spirit was in that experience. And that's the only way it's not compliments that people give you. I used to when the validation didn't come externally, I used to feel disappointed in myself, and then I realized that that validation, that feedback is not really actually important to me, Good. But it took some confidence to get to that point where I'm like the only validation I really need is from the spirit. So my answer is sometimes because sometimes I'm not. Not good at it
0: okay i like that a lot we are all good teachers and not so good teachers sometimes correct Tracy,
1: everybody would answer it that way would you say the same
0: thing well i i, I do be because and, and and when i say teachers i think someone who is teaching when they are in a classroom setting they may not be as great about that but they may be great in a totally different setting
1: Oh, I agree a hundred percent. Right,
0: yeah. Right, right. So I think some in some contexts, or some, you know, if I'm teaching a Sunday school class, sometimes I'm good at it, and sometimes I'm not. Right.
1: Well, like, but, if I'm teaching adults, I'm fine. If I'm teaching, you, right
0: I'm there you go. Right, right. Is
1: that kind of what you mean.
0: Right, right. So how do we know what to work on? How do Again. you you teach you teach an adult institute type right. class right?
1: Right, right, right.
0: How do you know what you should work on to be a better teacher, facilitator, etc.?
1: I actually seek feedback. How? So I ask questions of the people that are in the class. I want, and when I say I seek feedback, I also really try to perceive feedback, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I'm paying attention to body language, I'm paying attention to participation. Um, body language is actually probably the biggest one for me, even more than participation, because I think that people can participate and not, like you can still sense that you're losing people. Um, sure. Yeah, I think and it, <clears throat> here's something interesting. So I also teach the seniors in Sunday school, like the seniors uh-huh. in school, and what I need to work on in there is completely different than what I need to work on sure. the other one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> so bad. But I think it really is by seeking feedback and being observant enough to take in feedback that they're giving you without even meaning to give you feedback.
0: Okay. There
1: are two, so this is really me being organic. Kevin genuinely did not prep me with anything.
0: Nothing, nothing. I don't
1: even know the topic today.
0: So what I want to, I, I liked two things that specifically that you mentioned. Number one is that you cared enough to look for feedback. Okay. I think that a lot of times that isn't happening. Where we're the what do we need to do? How do we how can we be a better facilitator, teacher, guide that we're not seeking that feedback sometimes, and granted, I totally get it. Sometimes I just gotta get through the lesson. I'm scared to death. I don't know. I I I you know, I think of this wonderful couple. Um, in in our ward, right now, one has been baptized within the last year, and the other has become more active within the last year, and they are teaching primary, and they're doing such a good job. And I've heard from I've heard from uh, others where one has said, you know, I don't know I don't know that I'm doing well at this at all because I don't know I'm. I'm trying to teach these primary kids something that I'm just learning myself. And I remember my wife saying that when she was teaching primary first, her first big calling after she was baptized, (laughs) they're probably teaching me more than I'm teaching them kind of thing, right? And so I I totally get that. Sometimes we're just trying to get through the lesson and we're not looking for feedback.
1: Right, right, right.
0: But sometimes we we'll get to the point where we need to start getting feedback. Now, I want to tell you a quick story. Um, I was working for a company and I was in charge of instruction. So training, instruction, instructional design, delivery, all that stuff for this company. And we were doing kind of a train the trainer session. So we were rolling out this big, major uh, new software for everyone and we were going to train the trainers and they were gonna go train their people, but we had to get them going and get them in the mode of you are a teacher, you are a trainer, you have to, this is kind right. of how you do it. So I spent like a half day with them in, in, at one point and we were all in this conference room and really a training room around this big conference table. And I said, oh, by the way, my wife uh, knew we were doing this and she baked some cookies for everyone. So here here you go. And they took the cookies and passed it around napkins and they each took a cookie and they're like, oh yeah. And I watched them go. <laughs> <laughs> like that, right? Okay, for those of you who are just listening, the most horrible face. And I just went on as if nothing had happened. And oh each one of them did that and they they took a bite and then they put it down and no one took another bite. They just
1: Oh my gosh, Kevin, that's so <laughs> funny. That is so funny. What the,
0: what they didn't know is that I asked her to bake the cookies with so much salt it would make your mouth hurt.
1: Okay, so this was on purpose.
0: There's this is totally intentional. Okay, okay. Totally intentional, right? And so they they took a bite and they're like, oh, and they and they put it down, and I just keep going with what I'm teaching and did. They didn't hear a word I said after that.
1: Uh-uh.
0: Right? They, they, were, they were lost in this. this. His wife has no idea how to cook. They're, either she doesn't know or one of the kids snuck in a whole bunch of extra salt because this is hor- yeah. right? off on a total different tangent, and they're thinking about something else. And as I'm going, I'm, duh, 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 I'm talking, and I say, okay, wait, hold on a sec. I've noticed none of you are eating your cookie. Why is that? <sighs> Um, no, one w- they, no one would say anything. And I said, oh you guys, come on. My, I had my wife put extra salt in it, and I know how they taste. And they're like, oh, oh, okay, oh my goodness, Whoo! My whole point was that if you don't get feedback, you'll never know what to improve on.
1: Right. Right?
0: A- right. And <laughs> same with those with my cookies. If they didn't give me feedback that my cookies were horrible, I would never know how to bake a better cookie. And so my point to them was, if you don't ask for the feedback from the people whom you're teaching, then you'll never get better. You'll never know what could help them more. And that's the point. The point of us teaching is to help other people. And if we're not doing that effectively, well, we all have deficiencies and strengths. How do we make the deficiencies strengths? How do we make, in, in more scriptural terms, how do we make the, our weaknesses become strengths, right? Yeah. But if we don't ask for that feedback, we will never know. I, um, I remember in one ward, um, one person got up, fasting testimony, bearing her testimony, had tears and just said, I just love, thank you so much sister so-and-so for this, for teaching a great Sunday school lesson, I love it. Two things are wrong with that. Number one, that person was co-teaching. What does it say about the other teacher? That's the first thing that came to mind. Uh It was not intentional, but it was definitely there. Second thing, that's, that's that's an aside, but the second thing is If that's the feedback you get and you base your, how good you are, let's say that about for teaching, based on someone getting up and saying, sister so-and-so, you're so good, then it's the wrong thing because at the same time, I heard from a number of other people that they can't stand that sister teaching. (laughs) Her style did not work with a lot of other people, but it did work with a lot of people. And so half of the people were excited about it and half the people weren't. And if she only heard from the people who were excited about her, then, then she's never going to really improve it. She just goes off of that specifically. And so we're always trying to get better, but the feedback part is difficult. Now, you said you get feedback. How do you get feedback? What do you do specifically to get feedback?
1: Okay, there are a couple of things, but I can I answer that question in just a second? Yes, 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 yes. Are you telling me that negative feedback is more valuable than positive feedback? No. Okay.
0: But when it is the only thing that you hear, it can be, slanted one way rather than and it, it could go the it opposite it. way if, yeah, yeah it, it is deceiving if you hear only negative feedback i'll give you another quick example um my wife and i were in charge of a big stake event at one point mm-hmm. and we got complaints constantly and then we realized wait that's only five percent of the people who are complaining all the time the other they're not saying anything but they're actually enjoying themselves and they're so this is actually successful. We're just getting a whole bunch of negative feedback. And so we're thinking that it's going off horribly when it, when it really wasn't. And so it can, it can go both ways easily.
1: You know, it's interesting because when you talk about that, like, I think that sometimes we can get caught up in the negative feedback and it can become really demoralizing and we have yes. to put it in perspective like you said that represented a small amount of people that actually felt that negative way right yes and i think that that's part of the problem with negative feedback is that we take it so personally yes. and it becomes so like it's really hard to hear and then the positive feedback is just as dangerous because it might feed our ego and we might think everything is fine but it's doing nothing for helping to point out our blind spots, which are called that for a reason because we can't see them. Right. Um, so you, so I bring that up because I think that uh, people I almost elicit feedback in a way that makes it safe for people to give them positive feedback, but doesn't necessarily make it safe for them to give negative feedback.
0: That is very, very typical.
1: Right. It's almost very do you ever feel like sometimes people are fishing for compliments in the way that they ask you for feedback. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you have to be, I I think that in a work setting, for example, if we're trying to get feedback, we give people the luxury of anonymity. Mm-hmm. And I wish that that wasn't a prerequisite to honesty. Like I wish that people didn't need to be anonymous in order to actually be honest about how they felt. <laughs> right. But I have a different a view of feedback. Like I truly believe that feedback is the breakfast of champions. Like mm, you like in your life should be consistently seeking feedback if you actually want to improve. Now, some people don't want to improve. Correct. And so feedback is just demoralizing and horrible and it's like, ah, and no, I don't want to do this even more than I didn't want to do it before. Yes. And so that, that's different. So when you ask how I seek feedback. I I actually am really careful about who I seek it from, like people mm. that I genuinely trust and I'll often ask specific questions. So instead of just saying, how do you think that went? Because most of the people that I trust are gonna be like, oh, that was great. Like as an initial thing, I'll ask something like I was trying to make sure I did such and such and I feel like I might've missed the mark. Can you help me figure out how? to do better. Or specifically, I don't actually care what I did right. I want you to help me make it better. And so good. when you're talking about or seeking feedback <clears throat> or help to make it better, I think helps people to frame it in a way or to feel like what they're delivering to you is constructive and desired versus could potentially hurt you. And then the other thing is, I think a lot of feedback comes from observation. Yes. So that's that would be my answer to your question about how do you seek feedback?
0: Good, good, good. I like that. Again, I like that you're seeking feedback. It's. If we want to be a better teacher, we have to seek feedback. That's kind of a prerequisite to getting better. If we don't and just take what, what comes at us, then For good or bad, it could it could sway us either way, but we have to actually seek real feedback. And I really love that you mentioned that you didn't just say, how was that? How'd that go? How was class today? Or whatever. Right. You focused on specific questions of this didn't come across very well. I don't think maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Did I get that point across or something along those lines? It goes back to the questions the f- the five different types of questions. Yeah. And when we ask questions, if is a is a a binary question will not be nearly as effective as other types of questions. Was that good today? Did that yeah. go all right? Yeah. yeah. Done. All right. Feel good, right? No. <laughs> you can't do that, right? You want to even get to the explanatory side where how did that how did this come across to you? Can you can you can you give me some feedback as to how that came across? And then they can say, OK, this is this is how I felt that it came across or this is the result of what I saw when you asked these questions or the point that you're trying to make. Right oh,
1: I like that, you know what I've done before that just struck me as actually a way of eliciting feedback. What's that? Is I will ask at the end of class, can you tell me what my main point was? And I'll ask the students to articulate oh exactly what they took away what they heard. That's good. And so I but I didn't even think of it as being a way to elicit feedback. But it really is. It's like, I did I teach effectively? Well, if you can't articulate it back to me, then apparently not.
0: (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Hmm. I have to add that one. So one let me let me give another way that is not conventional at all. And won't work with every audience at all, but it will work for some. And it's to go the route of getting hardcore feedback. Send everyone a link and say, I would love your honest opinion of the class and teaching and where I need to approve. Will you take the short survey?
1: Mm. Do, wait, is that giving the gift of anonymity? Yes. Okay.
0: And you can totally do it anonymously. Actually, it would be best to do it anonymously in most cases. Yep. There you go. Please let me know. I'm, you know, I'm teaching gospel doctrine. There's a lot of people there. How do I do this better? How how do I help you learn better? And then you, w- the questions you sh- you want to be thinking about if you if you decide to do this, should be really thought through.
1: Mm-hmm. The because- questions. Are- Survey, you mean?
0: Yes. You don't want to ask too many questions. So you need to make sure that the questions are really, really good and get to the heart of what you're trying to. And, and when you do that, you could do you could take those questions from many different angles of teaching style. Do I show that, you know, is it OK? Am I showing enough love in there? Mm-hmm. Um skill? You could go off the depth of Doctrine and principles that are we get. I mean, it could be a lot from a lot of different contexts. So, but I, I think the most important thing is that we're asking and we're asking for feedback.
1: You're inviting feedback by doing that. Yes. You're actively seeking. It.
0: Yeah. But it, it, yes, it does. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be through a link and, and a formal survey. It doesn't have to be that way. I think that is one way that it can be done. Yeah. Right? But like you said, you just ask some real good questions from people you trust. Now, what about people that you that you don't have a good connection with? How would you feel about asking one of your good questions like that to get some feedback from someone that you don't really know very well or. Someone that you actually may even be at odds with.
1: So I actually think that would probably be the most valuable feedback. It might be yeah. like, I, because they're, they're going to be less concerned about my feelings. If we <laughs> right. Sure. You don't just go, if you are seeking genuine feedback, you're not validation seeking. Right. And it, interestingly, like, I think that oftentimes we will discuss things with other people that we know are going to validate us instead of seeking out people that think differently than we do. And so I think there's value. Am I throwing your point off by no, saying that? That's okay.
0: that that no the, again I I didn't have I don't you think there is a correct answer to that yeah. although I love where you're going with that absolutely if we ask people who we normally wouldn't will they give us norm I, I um okay so <laughs> my mind just went like five different just splintered all of a sudden um, and I
1: have to, I want to add to what you said when you're done so remind me to add to okay. Your-
0: I'll give uh, an example here. Um, I used to, and I, I, I'm almost positive I haven't shared the story, but I used to be a consultant at NASA, and when I was there, we were encouraging the director to uh, do more work-from-home situations, allow employees to work from home more, and and so the director at that point said. We kind of warmed down a bit, and he's just like, Fine, fine. Okay. This here's what we're going to do. And he, and he sent this email to everyone. You can work from home if you get your manager's approval and you get your manager's manager's approval, and it can be only one day a month, and you have to write a report on what you did while you were at home and get it approved by your manager and your manager's manager.
1: So let's create so much work that you don't want to work from home.
0: There you go. That, right. I, and that that's basically what it was. And then so no one. No, I don't want to say no one, but basically no one took him up on the offer. No one did that. And his response back was, see, no one wanted to do it anyways.
1: Interesting.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Interesting. Yep.
0: Yeah. He, he, he spoiled the well by the way he conducted it all. And he, what he did, it was create an environment where no one wanted to tell him the truth. No one wanted to just come up and say, this is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. We're not going to do this because you've made this ridiculous. They, they didn't say anything. They didn't want to be called out. Right. They all, they all backed off, and, and his, his assumption then was, yeah, you didn't want to do it anyways. You guys pushed me for this, and they didn't even want to do it. Yeah. So when we ask for feedback, we have to create that space. We have to create that uh, safe. The safe space and a very obvious vulnerability that I want feedback, and I want you to be brutally honest. Right,
1: right, I,
0: right. Want, I want you to tell me what I don't want to hear.
1: Right. So, you know, if you are genuinely like, you think about, um, the times when the prophets and apostles have described in a talk, what their councils are like, sure. and they're like, we are all people with really strong opinions and you need unanimity before you make some kind of a change in the church. Mm-hmm. And they don't just for the sake of making it easy, roll over and play dead so that we can have some agreement instead they bring all of their best thinking to the table and that's welcomed i think that the most valuable feedback that we can receive is somebody who has perspectives that's different from our own and so looking for and at people who think differently than you do for that feedback i think is actually a really important prerequisite it has so much more value when it comes from people who think that differently than you do, and you creating this kind of—I guess not creating, but you showing in the way that you're asking for it, your openness and receptivity to it is going to be really important in people actually being willing to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think what you're describing is so scary. It is. People,
0: you're spot on. It is very scary, and you have to be. You have to want to be you have to want to progress past what you are at right now i know a couple sunday school teachers right now they teach the youth and they do a fabulous job all the youth love them and they're like oh i want to be in that class right can they be better absolutely just and i say that not as a dig on them but because we all can we can all be better right right but in what way
1: how will they know unless somebody gives them feedback?
0: It, that, that's, that's exactly it. How can I be better if I am not getting the feedback? Now, um, as a, another example, right now, as we, record, we are recording this, I am looking, I'm looking at a teleprompter, at a camera behind a teleprompter, and I'm reflecting off the teleprompter this image of you and I. Mm-hmm. So I can see myself and the way I react. Immediately, feedback. immediate feedback. Yes, right. And I could see if I'm smiling or not, or right, or if I'm grumpy. I'm having a, a horrible resting energy. face. Yeah. Do I have something in my teeth there? No. <laughs> um, no my, my wife. But up on the stand last Sunday, my wife afterwards said, "You had a horrible resting face, Kevin. That was horrible." I was like, "I, I know. I was, I was falling asleep." When when I'm not engaged and I start falling asleep, I just get this horrible resting face. And she goes, bro, bro. "Yeah, I think you're mad at everyone or something." No, I I know I'm just trying to stay awake or something, right? Yeah. So, um, but with this feedback, I can see immediately, and I have I have an earpiece in here where I can hear you and me and what I sound like at the same time, and I can tell that right now my voice is suffering from the cold that I had last week as well, right? right? So I can okay, you know, that's just that stuff but there are other things like when we recorded the last two no the first two episodes because i did this and i got immediate feedback i realized that i was replying back with the word absolutely too often
1: interesting yeah and i was (laughs)
0: absolutely julie absolutely absolutely and if anyone goes back and counts the number of absolutely's i think
1: don't do it. Don't do don't,
0: it. Don't. Don't. Please. It, it's, it's just bad. Let's just say that. But I recognize that because I got immediate feedback. Yeah. There's not a lot of ways to do that when we're teaching a class, when we're teaching, the, you know, when when I'm a missionary and I'm teaching someone new doctrine and new principles that they've never heard before. It's really difficult to get that immediate feedback, but it's always really important. In fact, that brings up um, another point with missionaries missionaries have uh, a time when they can talk to each other specifically set aside to talk to each other about how well are we doing Mm -hmm. do we need to bring up any issues and some Mm -hmm. of the issues can be and should be how am i doing at teaching right 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 but we don't we don't have that as teachers maybe in 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 a calling we don't have that mechanism But we really ought to somehow create that mechanism, like
1: intentionally create it.
0: Correct. That's a
1: really, really great point. When you were talking about getting immediate feedback, the beauty of that is that you're able to correct it immediately. Right. And I think that really, truly, if you don't know, you don't know what you don't know, like it's just (laughs) this horrible cycle and you can't make adjustments or correct it based on what you don't know. Okay, so can I make one more point with that, that kind of goes to the people who are really scared of feedback? Because to a lot of people, this is a really scary thing. And if you're looking for feedback, you have to be so genuinely humble about it or you're not gonna get something that's of value. But here's the beauty of feedback. You may get stuff that you don't like, but you also get to pick and choose what you take on. Yeah. And so I talked to this talked to um, our staff about this in a professional setting quite about how, you know, seeking feedback isn't dangerous. It's not demoralizing. It's not any of those things. What it is is like something you get to like sift through still because they're like, I don't trust so and so to tell me I don't when they say it, I don't feel like it really is, you know, with my best interest at heart and da da da. well, then you can take it, thank them for it and then choose to set it aside because mm-hmm. maybe it's not valid feedback. And, and I mean, fact of the matter is whether or not it has validity is actually irrelevant, whether or not you're going to change because of it is what's most important. Right. And so you take and say, you know what? I really feel like that's something I can do something about. And that it has value to you. And so you still can take this and you don't have to like have thick skin. I'm not suggesting that. You just get to decide what you are and are not going to take on.
0: Yes. Does and, that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because too often when we hear criticism, we feel, oh, you know, that's just too much.
1: I've yeah, got to work on I'm paralyzed. I'm yes. Injured. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not good at I'm not good at teaching because I have all these things to work on. We all do. Period. We all have all these things where we need to be better at, right? Uh, Or where we can be better at. Right. But I love that you said, choose one. Yeah. Ignore the rest. Who cares? Right. (laughs) Just do one. Great.
1: Look for a a whatever. Look for a nugget that makes sense to you. Like Yes. part, Part of it is if it feels shaming then that's not the spirit telling you you've got something to change. If it feels inspiring, then that's probably oh, the that's spirit good. telling you, hey, let's work on this. You know what I mean? Like yes. that, that kind, Those kinds of feelings don't come from Heavenly Father and you are doing his work when you are teaching his gospel.
0: I love that. I love that so much. That's a great way to know. Yes. So please do not just do it all and try to take it all on okay one one resource that the church gives us in teaching in the savior's way Mm -hmm. in the back there is a improving as a christ-like teacher a personal evaluation and i would highly recommend that everyone just start on a personal level Mm -hmm. where can i what was that
1: Like give yourself feedback
0: yeah Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and these and these are not the, you know, am I using too many ums or likes when I talk? Right. It's I prepare myself spiritually to teach. I teach from the scriptures and the words of Latter-day Prophets. I help learners strengthen their relationship with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. I invite learners to prepare to learn. Mm-hmm. Even if, if we went through and rated ourselves, and, and it suggests one to four here, if we rated ourselves on each of these, we're going to find enough. Right. Right. We're going to find enough that, oh, you know, I I really ought to focus on this one over here because that's good. If nothing else, that's good. But being able to get feedback from the people that we are teaching is also nice as well, because we will. Another brother. I remember, and my (laughs) kids—they, when he would get up to speak or bear his testimony, he's at the pulpit. They would count how many times he would touch. He would just reach up and touch the microphone. He had no idea he was doing it. No, no, no. Right, and if he did. He would recognize, oh, I, I probably should stop that. But he just kept doing this over and over and over. And no one heard a thing he said. My kids were just counting one, two, yeah. three. And it was like within five minutes, it was in the 50s. I mean, it was, it was really that often that he was doing that. So we do need to get feedback from self-evaluation. We should get feedback from asking questions in in many different ways those questions could be asked like you said but i think probably the most important feedback we can get you mentioned at the very beginning and i'm really glad you did it's from the spirit the spirit will teach you all things (laughs) even how to be better a better teacher because when we're better teachers we are more effective at helping those we teach come closer to christ and that's our main objective right there. Yeah. Right?
1: I like that. Right. Don't say that with insecurity. Right. Right.
0: Right. Right. Yes. Yes. So that's what I wanted to talk about today was just getting feedback. So as a takeaway, grab a copy of Teaching in the Savior's Way, go to the back and do a self-evaluation. Yep. Yeah. step can two. I suggest,
1: step, can I suggest a 1A? Yes, like before you do that, like pray about it, like pray that the spirit will kind of open your mind as you're doing it. Like you don't want to know what your own thoughts are. You want to know like you want what you like give yourself this feedback. You want it to be informed by the spirit. Like you want to be guided in your own answers.
0: Yes, I like that. Please. It's preparing like we prepare for the sacrament. Prepare for getting the feedback. You know what? I just thought of one more, one more. And I'm glad I remember this before we ended. This is scary. I've had this happen and not, I didn't invite this, but I'm glad it happened. Ask, but I would, I would highly recommend that you ask someone who you know is a good teacher to come in and sit on your class for the sole purpose. I know it's scary for the sole purpose of evaluating you. Don't do anything different, just be yourself, teach the class and then afterwards say, straight up, give it to me. I wanna hear where I can be better. Yeah. That is scary.
1: Tell them that that's why you're inviting them even.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: I want your feedback.
0: Yes. Can Uh, I sorry, go ahead. Ask a member of the Sunday School presidency if you're in the Sunday, if you're teaching Sunday School, ask them to come and do that specifically. If you are in Young Women, ask the Young Women's President to come in. Where you know, one and ask those good questions of your young, the Young Women's or Relief Society or Elder Quorum, whatever it may be. But get the feedback and have them focus. and And it's different because I think the feedback will be different if you went to the Elder Quorum President and said, "Hey." How am I doing as a teacher? Great. Am I doing this? Well, yeah. But if you came and said, will you please come observe me and watch me and then give me feedback, right? The first one is off the cuff. Yeah, from the last time I remember you teaching or yeah, I wasn't really thinking. I was actually thinking about this other brother that I was supposed to help. I wasn't even actually paying attention to your teaching, but yeah, you did a good job, right? But when they're focusing on your teaching, then they can even write notes down.
1: Right. They're filtering it through that lens. That's of, right. The whole experience through that lens. Yeah. And they will
0: pick up things that they had, had never seen before and you've never seen before as well.
1: Right. I love that. I think that's it's a, a scary one, though. And terrifying suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying.
0: It is. I love it. But it's good. And you
1: know what the other thing is, Kevin, this is what I was gonna say is that don't be afraid to watch body language for the intention of feedback. Like yes. I feel like Ursula, never underestimate the power of body
0: body language.
1: language. <laughs> but, like there really is something powerful in like not being afraid to say, "Okay, I'm losing people sometimes. Why am I losing people?" Then seek feedback on that. Hey, I'm noticing that people seem to be getting a little bit distracted during class. What? Any ideas? What's going on? And you know. And there could be something that people could actually tell you that would help you to understand that. I mean, do you see what yes, I'm saying? Yes. Watching their body language can be a mm-hmm. great way for us to know what questions to ask when we're seeking feedback. I love that. Help us to be aware of gaps.
0: I want to add one thing to that because looking at body language, I love, I, I, I'm completely on board. I have a feeling that there will be many people who are not at the point where they can even notice the body language because they're just trying to get through That's a lesson, right? They're That's just fair. trying to get the content out or have people read or whatever it is. And But I will say to those people, if you're at that level of, I'm just trying to do it, I think, I, I bet that you read body language when you're not even trying to read body language.
1: You perceive it, totally. It's you, not like, yeah, it comes naturally yeah. to a lot. Of
0: people. Yeah, it's there. Because if you watch someone roll, your, roll their eyes, you're going to notice that. And that's part of the body language. Or if you see someone sit back and they're on their phone, that's part of the body language as well. And you notice that. And you may have interpreted that as, oh no, I'm not a good teacher or whatever it is. That 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 is don't certainly, do that. don't, don't that assume on. that.
1: Yeah, Don't do that. No. Okay, so two things really fast. I know we're trying yes. to wrap up. And it's like- That's okay. Um, <laughs> the, I've actually, at the beginning of, specifically when i'm doing like a talk for something like a fireside or a large group presentation i will specifically tell them just so you know i'm a big body language watcher and so if you're bored make it obvious i'm watching for it like if i'm if you're not jiving oh that's good give it to me on your face like i'm looking for it and then when i call them on it and say hey you're not you're not jiving with me are you or hey i saw a confused look on your face was that what i just said like i can actually because Mm. i tell them i'm watching they are more in tune with their own body language instead of being lazy about it
0: that's so, great just a
1: thought I i've know, never I've done, done, that, done before. that before i it helps me huh. because then i know that like they know i'm watching them mm-hmm. and then i feel like we can talk about it and it's not like why is she calling me on the carpet it's more like hey she's really looking for signs that i'm engaged or not engaged that's good. And then it feels more like, okay, I got to show where I'm invested. And and also, I mean, I, I take so much energy off of that. And so to me, it's such a blessing when people will actually have a confused face because then I'm like, oh, that didn't land. Let's go back. Let's say it again. I'm noticing, I'm looking at your faces. I'm seeing some confused looks. And then they're like, oh, they're she's paying attention. Like she's watching us. And so they're more in tune with their own reactions to things as well. So I do think that that helps kind of create the vibe that you want. Just a thought. Mm. Um, and then I had a second thought. And now I can't remember what it was. Hold on. We're pausing. Um, body language. I can't remember. It's It's okay.
0: I'm gonna add one thing that you made me think of. Okay. And maybe you'll remember it in that time. This even goes for within families. Hmm. It may be a little bit more difficult in on many different levels to get f- that feedback. But talk about body language. How many times have we started doing a come follow me lesson or my family studies preach my gospel as well, right? I mean, how many times is it, oh, we gotta do, we gotta do what again? All right, All right. Um, how long is this gonna take? <laughs>
1: well, I need a snack.
0: Right, uh, okay, I'll provide a snack. That's fine, but, right? How, or, in a in a lecture situation, when you're trying to communicate with a child and teach them some principle of life of and wrap it into the gospel, right? Uh, how do we get, I, I don't know the answer to this. I really don't. How do we get feedback besides body language and besides my kids saying, all right, dad, I know you asked the question, but you already have the answer. Why don't you just give me the answer instead?
1: Right, <laughs> I hear that, that, that from my kids. Problem. Right, right. So hard. You know what, though? Here's something I just thought of. We've got to give a little bit of grace to our children who have ADD.
0: Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not even kidding about this. This is something that I battle in my home. My husband and my daughter are both ADHD, and if they are doing something else simultaneously, they are paying better attention. Oh. I mean, I know that that sounds crazy, oh, but I they, think uh, really very thing good. For us, in our back pockets that people's brains work differently and the way that they learn is different and so we have to be be a little bit careful that we don't write stories based on what we're observing and then take it on and be self-deprecating and all of that type of stuff like we have to actually ask for feedback we can't make assumptions about stuff like that because oftentimes honestly i've learned this from studying the adhd brain i had to go get therapy so that i would understand how to better parent and better wife like I got to wow. and that's a, by the way, because <laughs> I have such a different brain than my husband mm-hmm. does. And an ADHD brain causes the person to need to do something else at the same time in order to be able to hear the other thing. Isn't that interesting?
0: That is really interesting. Now I'm wondering if, yeah. if I have ADHD.
1: Don't, don't I... analyze, just okay. take okay. it. Okay. We'll just go with that. We'll talk about it another time. <laughs>
0: that's great so another great perspective so and again in the end go do a self-evaluation yep. go ask for feedback in some way that's appropriate prepare yourself by praying prepare ask ask heavenly father what can i do better go seek the feedback and then don't try to do it all do one thing one thing and don't feel guilty about focusing on just one thing just do that one thing and it may take you months it may take you years that's fine just do that yeah. just progress and heavenly father i really think um it was a president nelson said this or am i quoting someone else uh the lord loves effort something along those lines right
1: How about president hinckley try a little harder to be a little better
0: there we go okay a better? i like just a that bit? just a little bit so all these things right the lord will help magnify our efforts if we go and try and that's what we got to do we just got to try yes so
1: love that what a fantastic topic i was not expecting that
0: well there we go there we go thanks everyone for joining us again on teaching restored um and if you would again if share this with others comment we would love actually in the comments how have you received feedback and how do you feel about feedback
1: kevin what if we ask for feedback in the comments
0: whoa whoa let's do that okay let's oh we're doing meta feedback here
1: practicing what we preach
0: whoa okay we've done this is our fourth this is our really our third real episode how are we doing
1: if you say so far so good we will ignore you
0: (laughs) give us something
1: give us some legit feedback. We want it. We want to be better. We want this to have value. Yes. Genuinely. So genuinely, like from our hearts.
0: Please, we can always be better. Let's do this. I like that. Thank you. Thank you, Julie. Take care, everyone.
1: Thank you. Bye.